0: welcome to the worst day of my life my name is cherish i'm megan oh <laughs> <laughs> welcome to our very first snippet episode w- what? <laughs> what is a episode you you ask <laughs> well um a snippet is um a compilation of all of the junk that we snipped out of our other episodes. Raw and real. Yeah. It's all of the garbage.
1: <laughs> I was going to say it's like a little rougher on the edges.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's the stuff that I didn't... If the episode needed to be shorter, you know, it was like, well, cut this crap. But... <laughs> This keep is quality it. material. It's quality crap. That's, yeah. It's good enough crap to keep it around
1: for later. Or a dumpster dive for.
0: Yeah, a dumpster... Oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect analogy. <sighs> Thanks. Welcome to our snip episode a.k.a. a dumpster dive... Of treasure? ...episode of treasure. <laughs> you know how, like, every once in a while... Yeah. ...there's, like, some great shit in that dumpster. Yeah, a, a diamond in the raw.
1: A diamond rough. rough in the raw. Rough, rough, rough. diamond in the rough. A
0: uh, diamond in the dumpster. Enjoy,
1: Enjoy the
0: snippet. Here we are in the flesh. Mm-hmm. In my studio with its fresh new toilet.
1: Oh, it's so fresh and clean and <sighs> sparkling, and it's steady and it holds true to the flush, and you don't have to jiggle a handle, you don't have to reposition a cup underneath the leak.
0: Yeah, it's not, you don't
1: have to have a cup and towel. And dump cup and put cup back in right place before (laughs) the drips are like all
0: Uh back all over the floor. Um, And Try not to lean back while you're pooping because you're gonna knock the whole tank off of the toilet. Right, yeah. We don't have to worry about that stuff anymore. It's an actual real hole, but toilet. you can have toilet sex. It's so sturdy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Sex. <laughs> just
0: kidding. <laughs> kind of sounds like something we would resort to in a pinch. <laughs> um, like parenting, co sleeping. Mm-hmm. You know? Sometimes you gotta yeah. just fuck on the toilet.
1: Yeah whip one out real quick what is it called like when you i don't know there's like a term for it i guess oh no my hand's turning blue i think
0: Hope i'm not turning out? your head blue i mean <gasps> head blue, you blue. are am i yes look it
1: oh no well it'll come off with rubbing alcohol
0: oh cool <laughs> banjo's vet appointment oh mm-hmm. my god oh,
1: yeah. yes i must know oh, stanley
0: so i went to your old work of course <laughs> Oh gosh. Yeah. And that that woman <laughs> hates dogs. Yeah. Why does she see dogs? I don't she know. She fucking hates dogs. Like yeah. the the um the assistant girl that brought um us into the room and did all the intake and stuff, like she could tell Banjo was scared shitless. Like he was shaking. Yeah. And he was just like he um he he was really freaked out very yeah. anxious and she got down really low and talked really softly with him like sat down on the floor yeah. and was just like really sweet to him and really good and just like calm and chill and then the doctor comes in she's like oh, come here banjo banjo <laughs> <sighs> oh. she's like huffing and puffing and she's like Oh, I'm just going to keep chasing you around the room. Oh, man. why are you making such a big deal out of this banjo? <laughs> she was like that like rolling her eyes and like being, like scoffing at him like he was like he was being a <laughs> dick horrible. to her. Like he was doing it on purpose. I was like he's scared, dude, obviously. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. He knows what he knows where he is, you know. Yeah. He knows that you're going to be poking him with shit and he but she God gosh. Yeah. Oh, that God. woman
1: I know she I knew she hated dogs, like when I worked there. And that's why, like, that's the problem is because um I, mean, I don't wanna to get too much into it just no, because yeah. of you know But the thing of it is is I think that the, the fact that she had to take over that practice and like um a dog being able to see dogs is a necessity like out there because yeah. there's really nobody else to do it now. She's just bitter and angry yeah, about she's it Bitter, angry and hateful about it. And then she lets everyone know. Yeah, and I think she would be happier just seeing cats. <laughs> the only way that I would ever work in a veterinary clinic again is that if I was like able to do, um, overseeing of a clinic, I feel like because I do care that much about animals and the clients and all of that, But it would have to be like a small practice kind of scenario, but it would have to be like way later in life. No,
0: you hated your life. I didn't hate my
1: life before. I just was constantly dealing with angry clients, Mm -hmm. especially through COVID. That's really when I started hating Mm -hmm. my life. COVID in the veterinary world made me hate my life during that time. Oh, gosh. And I think it made a lot of other people hate their lives during that time because you really see how horrible people can be. Yeah, because you're seeing them at their worst, and like I get it. Because if something happened to my baby boy, Stan the man, mm-hmm. and someone's telling me I can't do anything for you, and no matter how that information is presented to somebody, they're going to like freak out on you, right? And it's just you feel like.
0: Well, why don't you explain like punched in the heart? Why don't you explain for people what was going on mm. in,
1: oh, the in the veterinary veterinary
0: world? Why in world.
1: Yeah. COVID, like it got really weird, um, because it was all about freaking out and like the lack or you know the potential for running out of any kind of like medical supplies because humans and animals share a lot of the similar like interchangeable or whatever and a lot of medications and things like that and so then that was when we had to start cutting back on procedures that weren't considered absolutely necessary so we couldn't do like spays or neuters anymore we couldn't do like elective procedures like things that could wait or things that could like kind of wait, could get just like pushed out, but it just like started causing this domino effect
0: of bad things. When COVID hit, everybody then started working from home. Oh yeah. Which when everyone started working from home, they were like, I'm going to get a dog. Oh yeah. So then everyone adopted dogs mm-hmm. and then everyone needed veterinary services. Yeah right now
1: yeah there's there's a lot of things that were kind of also just slightly annoying i guess at the time which were um we were we were required to stay open like as is like um we were considered like necessary like for Uh, agricultural like purposes or whatever like veterinarians were considered you know like the things that needed to stay open essential essential so um We had to be like really extra cautious so everything changed and then nobody could come inside with their animal and so they started getting upset about that too i mean it's understandable like if you're you know going to receive some bad information or you know you want to go to some appointments like with your pet and so that was just becoming increasingly stressful because like people would be you know upset about that and it's like cause a reason to like really have to like you know talk talk to them for a while and like explain why, or at least try to just calm people down. Yeah. Just calming people down. And that's when they said, like, especially for veterinarians, they basically kind of become like almost like someone's therapist in a way, you know, because they're able to save a lot of people have like a really strong connection bond with their pets, you know? And it's like a lot of veterinarians know that losing that pet is like really devastating to like pet owner. So you kind of have to be like, have that really nurturing, but it's just like emotionally draining because you're constantly there sitting there telling maybe somebody with some bad news, you know, yeah. or, but like, there's a lot riding on it. Cause it could just be like simple, you know, doing an examination and, oh, you're, you know, Fido's healthy. Like, here's your... You know, or and it, boy, it could be like,
0: oh, day. Fido got hit by a car and his yeah. guts are hanging out, and yeah,
1: or he has like kidney disease and like needs to go on all these like weird things if you want to you know keep him alive, or you know some something like, that's not he a great news. Ate a box of
0: nails. And, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so, something that also brings a lot of cash dollars, and that's the other thing, like because yeah, uh, it's people don't really also consider though that like all the same kind of equipment and stuff that's used very expensive equipment to like have and run and everything in a veterinary clinic and same thing with medications like if the medication prices rise they're going to rise across the board yeah because they just think whoa this is really expensive but costs a lot to keep a life alive you know like any kind of life
0: whether it's like a human or you know any kind of animal just walking in there they've got like you know three or four people at the front desk and the phones are just ringing ringing ringing, yeah. ringing constantly well, and they can't it's can't so busy people,
1: yeah they can't pay people pay people enough to even want to stay there right. like, in those kinds of conditions and like I felt bad leaving like I had a lot of like regret or I don't know like guilt I guess it was guilt. guilt yeah about especially leaving I felt bad about leaving when I did but like I felt like I was just so emotionally like, exhausted yeah that I just couldn't like do it anymore like for like whatever amount of years like six years or something of because it was it was fun like it was fun job before but when yeah and that that was other thing like just having to tell people in emergency situations they're going to have to drive you know like 120 miles to get to an emergency clinic yeah And usually their animal's not going to live to get that point depending on what's going on with them so you're basically just telling them like Hey, go take your pet to die on the way to Seattle. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's like they're they're not they they don't want that.
0: Yeah. There's,
1: there's a not. lot of So it just it got it got really crazy and it was just like too much and I feel like I was like a failure cuz I didn't stick it through or something.
0: Don't ever feel guilty for leaving a job. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that I had to learn like the hard way when I the job that I had um, when I first moved into the campground, mm-hmm. I had a part-time job that was just remote. That I just worked with myself and two other women, and we just like ran this entire like nonprofit organization together.
1: Yeah, I remember that.
0: And you know, we each had our our roles in it, and um, after a few years. First, moving out here, my back before we had real internet out here. Do you remember what that was like? Oh yeah. When we yeah. had like that little. We had to use like a hotspot, like a Wi-Fi hotspot, <laughs> yeah. mobile hotspot oh, thing yeah. through our through our um, the U.S. cell phone yeah. carrier. Um, <laughs> and like it was terrible and spotty. And if that didn't work, then I would have to go into town sometimes to use their internet to do stuff. And um. It was just a pain in the ass, and it was it was frustrating because I would, like, miss meetings because I'd be ready to go to a meeting mm-hmm. and not have internet. And then I'd have to, like, drive 35 minutes, you yeah. know, to go somewhere that has internet. So that got frustrating. Then I went through this whole period of, like, changing my medications and um, trying to figure out, you know, what was right for me and stuff, and that threw me into, like, this depression and, I don't know, all these things started happening. Anyway, my work started you know, going downhill for sure. But I was super open and honest with them about it because we, like, we were really close, the three of us. Yeah. Like, we had, we talked to each other once a week at least, you know, mm-hmm. Um, on video chat, and we talked for a long time, and it was, like, half about work, half about, like, our lives, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> and, like, after feeling like... I was not doing a good job and, you know, everything was getting really stressful for me. And, you know, Patrick was saying things like, like, this doesn't seem like it's really making you happy anymore. You know, yeah. it's really stressing you out. And mm-hmm. I was thinking, okay, well, we have this big conference coming up and, you know, I'll put, I'll put my, my time in my two weeks in after that or whatever, after that conference. Um, so I go and put my two weeks in and my boss immediately replies with you don't have to stay for two weeks you're done now yeah never talk <sighs> to me again wow and we have like it it truly like broke my heart mm-hmm. like i felt like like she knew her and my other coworker like we stayed at each other's houses like we like yeah spent a lot of time together we like cried together we like you know we would go on outings together in portland my you know the job was based out of portland we would go on work things and have like a beautiful dinner drinks and like just talk all night long and just have so much fun together and you know hug and cry and just yeah. have the best just we were more than just coworkers and more than just
1: you know i yeah. thought
0: yeah and that like mm. it broke my heart that yeah. that she did that to me yeah. I don't know what their deal is. It, and it's not, it's like maybe they felt abandoned by me. But I mean, six months before that, she was quitting. She had already put in her two weeks and like someone, you know, on the board or something like that had talked her out of it. Yeah. But she was ready to go. And we were like, all right, like good for you, you know? Right. Yeah. The boss. And we we're like, good. Yeah. This is stressful. Go get out of here. You know? Yeah, Yeah. Do it. Right, yeah. And then when I go to do it, she's like, fine, bye. Wow. Oh. I was shocked. Yeah, I would have been too. And after that, I was like, I'm never fucking working for anybody ever again, ever. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. just working for myself. I can't do it. Yeah. I, Because I, I always do that. I always feel like it's so important for me to be there and for me to take care of this place and for me to make it work and for me to, like, work as hard as I can to you know, make everybody happy here and keep this place afloat. Without me, it'll crumble, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. But really, it's like, they don't give a fuck and they'll find somebody else to do your job. Yeah. You're not that important. It sucks. Yeah. But it's the truth. So don't ever feel bad about quitting a job. Yeah, no. <clears throat> Especially if it's for your best in your best interest. Just yeah. Just go fucking do it.
1: No, I don't feel bad about leaving that job anymore. It was like, I think, an initial... You know, like, I'm, I can't, I don't look back on it now. But it was hard to do. Yeah. But just, I don't know. I get that. I I totally understand. If circumstances, like, ever were able to, like, warrant it, though, like, I do, like, I do have, like, I feel like I do have a heart for animals. Like, I feel like I, I don't know, I feel like that was just, like, passed on to me from my, like, my grandma. And, well, and my mom, like, loves animals, too. And, like, I don't know, I just... Like, I, like, I care about their well-being. And so, you know, like, that part of me, like, I don't think is ever going to, like, go away. Bless you. But, um, were you going to sneeze? I did sneeze. Oh, it just didn't it didn't sound like anything.
0: I know. I told you I have golden sneeze. Oh, my
1: God. But it also seemed like you are going into, like, some kind of, like, a seizure or something. So, I don't know. But that's good either. <laughs> like, are you okay? You just sneezed. Good. i it's good. I, just, I think that's why people are supposed just, to say "bless you" because your heart. What is this, the, the the myth or theory or whatever? You like escaping? you're supposed to be like blessing someone to make sure that they they come back or whatever from their like. I forget. There's like a weird history of, of the reasons why people say like "God bless you" or "bless you." For a sneeze, anyway. Ooh, nice. um, so, but at least I guess you don't give any warning. I mean, other than like gyrating.
0: <laughs> That's the first time you see me sneeze. I think it is
1: because I think I would have remembered if I'd seen that before. I seriously think I would remember. That was weird. <laughs> There's a the first for everything, I guess. You know, yep. uh, eleven yep. or twelve years yep. later.
0: Ooh. At least I didn't see myself. <laughs> hey, that's always a win. I know. I think it's the position I'm sitting in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all about yeah, like the
1: yes, um, the <laughs> <laughs> well, because if if you're like a lot of people, like will cross their legs over and then sort of do like a half or like a little
0: like a quarter squat I guess that's what I do as I'm sneezing I fling one leg over the other and sc- curtsy
1: yeah <laughs> yeah it's very polite it's yeah. way more polite than a-
0: peeing ch- yourself
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh
0: yeah no who knows <laughs> what we were talking about before this but um oh,
1: we're we we're finishing up talking oh, about work. never being like feeling but no, yeah. I
0: get, I totally get that because when I left the, when I left the podiatry clinic, mm-hmm. like one of the doctors there was the most obnoxious person I've ever experienced in my whole life. He would like talk to you. He was a close talker. He yeah. would talk to you right in your face and he was terrible. Oh, nice. And would, like, loud spit and. spit, hit you? Yes. Yeah, so he was Ugh. just like a child in a lab coat. It was really, Gross. he was so annoying. <laughs> but, Sounds really annoying. I'm going to see how far I can stretch. But the guy that owned that practice, he was like the sweetest doctor. He was so nice to work for. It. And he would like, every day, he would be like, You know, Josh, thank you so much for everything that you did for me today. Yeah. And he would just really like look me in the eyes and like genuinely mean it. And he was just like, You know, you're just, you're you're doing Aww. such a great job. And he was just, he would always just call on every like, day. Yeah. And he really meant it. And he had the most chill he had the most bob ross voice just oh, like calming, i love that sweet like yeah relaxing
1: Like a go nighty bear to yeah that voice and he just he Do loved you want anything
0: no i'm good okay he loved podiatry because there were so many old people that were in there he loved just like hanging out with old people and taking care of old people and people with Aww. diabetes mm-hmm. and
1: um like not freaked out about like because oh no know. i feel like yeah and certain Fields of medicine things are gonna be, be a little bit
0: more inclined to be a little more rough, I yeah. would say, in certain areas. He was so he was so awesome. But um but I just wasn't interested in feet. Like the only thing I liked about it was the you know, the X ray portion, the bone portion of it was the only thing I was interested in. Right. Um but he uh when I was leaving, he like took my box with all of my stuff from my desk and like carried mm-hmm. it out to my car for with me and he was just like I just want you to know that you're the best medical assistant I've ever had. Aww. And I'm just <laughs> I just wish you the best of luck. I'm just so glad that I got to work with you. Oh, that's really sweet. I know it made me so happy. Yeah. So I did feel guilty of leaving that guy. But Yeah. But oh God, feet are so fucking gross,
1: dude. Well, I mean, I, I guess I would imagine that in certain fields of medicine that like um like people in that field would have to understand though that it's not for everyone right and they wouldn't want that it's not for everyone to be in that mix if it's not for them too
0: you know yeah like if it, I think he just he was under the impression that I was really into it because I did a oh. good job. Oh yeah, so he <laughs> yeah. would like leave me. He would leave magazines oh, on my desk that were like these like advanced podiatry magazines oh, that gosh. didn't make didn't even make sense to me. Yeah, just like the medical jargon and them were just way above my head. You know, mm-hmm. like I did not go to school for this shit. But um, he thought that I was like super into it. Yeah, he was, was really sweet.
1: Oh. But- <laughs> His dong flop. <laughs> his dong, his dong like slapped his skin or whatever when he shook just now, and it was just like this gross slapping sound that you like on na- like a dong on naked skin sound, slapping. <laughs> but it's Stanley, and I don't want to think about like him <laughs> standing right next to me with his dong slapping his skin because he's my baby
0: boy. So we're stopping breastfeeding. The next step is to get her to fall asleep on her own. Mm -hmm. Then we're going to move her to her own bed. That's our plan. Mm. Okay. Yeah. But like even just last night, she does the thing where like, you know, the two parents are far apart on the sides of the bed and then the kid is in the middle completely horizontal. So it's like a big H. Oh yeah. She was doing that, but just kicked me right in the boobs like multiple like I kept moving her back to the correct Uh, position that she should be in but she would like turn and just kick my boob and it hurt so bad I like wanted to cry it was just like horrible Uh, I kept turning over and I don't know I just kids man
1: yeah Savannah was like a really violent you know, mm-hmm. sleeper, too, and so anytime we've, even still into, like, adulthood, if we try to share a bed in, like, a hotel room or anywhere where we might be, she, like, kicks, she mm-hmm. punches, she just, like, all of a sudden, like, violently, like, flops over and just, like, whacks me with an arm or, yeah. you know, like she's just always been that way, and I can't sleep, like, with her, Mm-mm. and she, I don't think she likes sleeping with me either, because I'm, like, usually snoring or
0: farting or... Something. Yeah, she says snoring is usually what she complains about you. Yeah.
1: Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you guys talk about it, you know, no. like, you guys, like, call each other. Just when the she's, coke. like,
0: stayed at uh-huh. my, out at my place with you guys out there.
1: Yeah, which is so funny because Kenny doesn't complain about my snoring. But I think that's because he falls asleep first uh-huh. and he's like, an over-snore. Like,
0: yeah. his snoring out snores any snoring. Yep, So he doesn't know that. When Sophie and I, after my second divorce, when Sophie and I moved into my parents' basement yeah. and lived in that bed together like in that Uh room together for however many months i don't know how long it was like eight or nine months or something like that sleeping with that child it's Mm -hmm. like sleeping with like a bag of elbows (laughs) yeah that's like constantly rolling at you yeah which
1: is funny because she's so calm and like real you know or i guess
0: not real life but like you know this was a long time ago yeah i mean it was five or six years ago so Maybe she's, maybe she's a calmer sleeper now. (laughs) I have actually slept with her in hotel rooms since. Yeah. And she hasn't bothered me, but I was so sick of sleeping with her. And then the other weird thing was living in my parents' basement would be totally fine because they've got like, it's furnished, it's, you know, it's finished. There's a kitchen down there. There's a bathroom. There's a laundry room. Uh, a living room. There's yeah. a door straight to the outside, which is on the lake. I mean, it's beautiful. It's a great place to live. Except they're renting out my brother's bedroom. Oh, really? To this guy uh-huh. who was, like, my parents' like best friends were his parents. Oh, So okay. we kind of grew up together. But just, like, he's always been awkward mm-hmm. and creepy And, oh, yeah, he smells weird and he sheds a lot of hair all over the bathroom that I had to share with him when I was there. Um, And he was just always there. Mm -hmm. Anytime we like left the bedroom. Yeah. So we just kind of like hung out in the bedroom a lot. Mm -hmm. I can remember even (laughs) there's there's a sink in my childhood bedroom just because my parents like, huh. When they designed that bedroom, they thought that that would help because we were teenagers at the oh, time. Oh, yeah.
1: And
0: had to, like, get ready in the morning at the same time or whatever. Oh, that's smart. It was so smart. It saved, yeah. it does save so much time. But I remember Sophie waking up in the middle of the night being like, Mom, what are you doing? Because I was, like, hoisting my body up over that sink just, like, oh, peeing it. in it. Yeah, because I just I didn't feel like putting enough clothes on to go out to, like, be modest just in case he happens to come yeah. out of his room, which is what I always had to do, which drove me nuts. You know, I couldn't mm-hmm. walk around in my underwear ever, Yeah. ever, and just go to the bathroom. Yeah, It was like, I always had to get fully dressed up and go <laughs> so obnoxious. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, but it did keep me just uncomfortable enough to be motivated to move out. Get out of there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know too many people, like... <laughs> Maybe, I don't know if that's true. I guess I haven't really asked these people, but I feel like most people that I know would definitely not enjoy living with their mom, like in, in terms of ladies or whatever, you know, or just yeah. seems like girls have weird things with their moms. Or I know, um,
0: which I'm not looking forward to because I've got, I've got two girls. Yeah, I don't want them to have weird things with me.
1: For the most part, yeah, I don't think I have too many weird things, like, with Savannah, but every now and again, like, something comes up, but I feel like we have good communication, or better, I should say, than, like... like When she
0: was a teenager, though, it was rough.
1: Yeah, it was rough, but not rough in the sense when, like um, like, the understand. fights my mom and I used to get into yeah. when I was a teenager, and I was, like, kind of mouthy at her, especially, like, um, not not when i was aware but she would come awake wake wake me up to get ready for school or wherever and i would like be in like a half deep deep sleep induced state so like take it does like it's always taken me like a long time to like come to or wake up yeah like in like this deep sleep state but i used to like cuss her out and like call her like a fucking bitch and get out of my room, I'm like, let me alone. It's like yeah. totally insane. And I get grounded like every weekend. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't remember it. Like those times when I freak out on people, when I'm like half asleep, I don't have any recollection of it. It's like, I black out, Oh god! but I get grounded. And like, you're like, why am I grounded again? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what <laughs> do I do? do? So I was like calling her a fucking bitch. Like fucking hate you, like stuff <laughs> like that. So luckily like Savannah never did that to me. Oh, yeah. But um, I mean, teenagehood is just rough for anyone. I like um, those. Uh, what are they? Not a, not a chupacabra. Those. Um, <laughs> those. Uh, what are they called? Super those those big giant rodent things that are called. um cook, uh, Those. Cook, uh, what are they called? Oh my god, it's gonna kill my brain.
0: They look. They're like. They're brown. I see it in my head. I've touched one. Oh, oh, they're, they're so cute. They feel like straw. Like yeah. they feel really weird. Um. um capybara yes
1: yes (laughs) not a chupacabra but a capybara they i always see them doing stuff with other animals like cohabitating Uh and that was why i was like trying to convince kenny and you and peapaw and dave and uh loaf and scout Uh uh-huh I have to make sure i'm like naming everybody the right name um uh oh yeah convincing you guys to move just to, to um like the squim area yeah. it's warmer it's drier it's got farm it's farm meets ocean yeah. it's got like both everything it's close to ferries that go
0: to the city right yeah yeah be easier to like get
1: to certain places i think
0: um yeah, I'm sold. Let's it's, go. Yeah,
1: it's just it's just cool. Like it's like Doty, and I wouldn't say so much like Port Townsend, but Doty and somewhere had a baby. Oh, okay. Like not so much Long Beach in the sense that like it's not it's not like super beachy, but it has like I feel like that area of like the ocean and that dungeon is spit and that whole area is just like so beautiful. But then there's like all this like vast farmland, and it's like drier over there. It's like you know, yeah. It's like it
0: gets like the least amount of rain in all of Washington, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And so I don't know. Just there's just a lot of like agricultural stuff, and then all you have to say is that it gets the least amount of rain (laughs) in Washington. And Patrick (laughs) will be down to move there. Yeah, he's Uh, over the rain.
1: Well, then like the mountains are right there. You -hmm. know, like the Olympics and stuff. And then you're like close to Port Angeles. Close to like two different ferry, um, play, like pickups.
0: Yeah, I just have to be able to get to clients, which are like you know along I five, basically.
1: Yeah, but you can take the ferry to places like. Seattle, I don't know if it goes from there to Tacoma, but I'm sure there's like one that
0: transfers or something. Yeah, or you know, or like a drive after that. Yeah, drive or
1: take the train because of like traffic being annoying. Uh, I guess the train's pretty expensive these days. Yeah, Never mind. I'm
0: carrying a bunch of photography stuff. I have to like have it all in my car, you know? Yeah. Sorry. No, no we can it. move there. That's
1: okay. It's all okay. right, but no, we'll it's move. a lot closer. Yeah. It's a lot closer than you think. Maybe. How?
0: Where even is? I need to look at it. Yeah. Besides,
1: like, who doesn't want to ride around on a ferry to get places? Me? You don't want
0: to ride on a ferry? I like. wrong with you? <clears throat> I enjoy riding on ferries, but I also... Um, being on a big boat in the water... Kinda of freaks me out. Huh. Like I would never take a cruise. Huh. Would you? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I would take
1: a cruise. I guess I don't have that. I'm not I'm I don't know. Open water. Big, uh, yeah. open.
0: For some reason I feel safer in open water than I do on the land. Weird, yeah. No, not me. There's no way. I wouldn't uh I couldn't do it. Huh. Well, um...
1: I don't know what to say. You don't have to say anything, <laughs> I guess. I guess. Um,
0: yeah. Well, let me see where I Anyway, I, um, we were talking about it the other day that, I, like, I really love where we're at. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> it's, you know, an hour and a half to the ocean. hmm Uh, little less than two hours to Portland. Two hours to Seattle. Yeah. um, An hour to Olympia, which is where we have to go the most. Yeah. Which is not bad at all. Mm. And then, um, you know, a couple hours to the mountains. Yeah. How many hours to eastern Washington from here? Five, maybe? I think so. I
1: could take it, like, um, that one when I was going to, like, try to go buy a goat. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) On that one journey I was attempting to take that like failed uh was I going to like to go over like the Wenatchee like Cooley
0: yeah but I mean I I go to I go Ellensburg. out there so rarely anyway I don't really care how close I am to yeah come up
1: yeah none of that's very <clears throat> far though because it's like the 12 yeah. is right. pretty quick. gets you right to
0: we're close to our camping property mm-hmm. you know it's only an hour to the camping property it was closest I've ever lived to it so right. it's um I like where we're at. No, I like convenient. where
1: you're at. I like where you're at too. Because
0: <sighs> I've thought about even, you know, moving out to the to the beach or closer to it. Because mm-hmm. I really like it. I really like it out there. Yeah. Um, I like it a lot more than I thought I did since you moved out there. Yeah. Um. But then I would be so far away from clients and stuff, and yeah. from my family. It would just be. It would be an obnoxious. Great um drive where now it's not an obnoxious drive either way yeah we're just comfy
1: yeah no I totally get it
0: shut up Stanley family ever since Murdoch finally got neutered at like age nine or whatever. His butthole has totally deflated. Remember how disgusting Ew. his butthole always was? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh. it makes sense
1: because that was. Remember, they were like doing all that checking of like the prostate and stuff. Yes. Like when he was having that gross problem of like dripping blood out of his wiener, wiener yeah. all over the place. It was so gross. Um. And I remember that that like the the veterinarian that you um, talked about that hates dogs. Um she couldn't like every time she kept trying to do that rectal exam her fingers weren't long enough or whatever to get all the way into Murdoch's butt uh-huh. <laughs> so she would have like to reschedule with the um, other doctor with the longer fingers because he's too big yeah oh my god um, that's hilarious but they were worried about yeah the prostate which just makes sense because
0: I don't know dude he feels so much better he got
1: neutered he seems like a young like he's like a puppy now yeah
0: he feels great yeah he's healthy I don't think he's been peeing blood yeah he's just been doing good him and his fucking chicken family
1: yeah
0: yeah so ever since we have let the the chickens just kind of roam free in that Mm -hmm. back acre where uh where is also where we let Murdoch go pee and poop He, like, as soon as you open the gate to let Murdoch back there, the chickens fucking come running like to the gate. They come running to him, and he's, like, a little Disney princess, and they, like, they pick all the, like, little hairs off of his (gasps) underbelly and stuff. Are you serious? (laughs) No, uh, Oh, my gosh. If he lays down, they'll, like, sit on him and stuff. Oh, man, you have to take videos of this. I know. It always uh, happens when I'm, like... You know,
1: I love like I love uncommon animal friendships or that's like something that I guess I probably get like e- emotional about like if I'm um, especially if I'm having like my uh, PMDD mm-hmm. time um, and stuff like that makes me like teary eyed. But yeah, I love watching that. So you should definitely post those videos of that happening. Stanley's getting stupid. Stanley, don't be... How dare that fucking dog walk on
0: my goddamn fence, you fucking dog. He thinks he's so cool, too, like, when he does all of this. Like, he's like... you're so fucking tough. You're so scary, Stan. His butthole, like, starts, Uh like... Pulsating? Yeah,
1: it, like, puffs out. I'm like, that's not a good look. Like, that...
0: Yeah, we have matching TP socks. Not only... Did Megan get me that for my birthday, matching toilet paper socks. She got me. Should the, I present? Yes, this? the bong that I wanted from <laughs> shopcannastyle.com.
1: Yes, which was very easy to work with, and my items shipped out uh, very promptly. Yeah. mm mm-hmm, Mhm. And they were cuter than I expected.
0: Did you use promo code the worst day of my life in all caps?
1: Yes, after I finally got a hold of the promo code and I was trying to be (laughs) under the radar about it because I didn't want you to know that I I was getting you the bomb.
0: I thought Patrick was gonna buy it for me and he was just not doing a good job of being discreet because he just straight up asked me for the promo code. Yeah. I was like, okay. Love it and it's nice and heavy and it fucking glows in the dark.
1: Yeah, I noticed just in the bathroom a little bit ago, I think because it's starting to, you know, like charge, it was very it's starting to get very glow in the dark. Look cool.
0: Ooh, I don't know oh, if I oh, packed
1: oh. that bong well enough. Oh
0: yeah, that's beautiful. And she hits like a dream. Yeah. You didn't dream. Yeah. She didn't even like drink bomb bomb water. water. Okay.
1: Wow. Time that out. was smooth. <clears throat> let it be free. Thank you. Let, let it loose.
0: I'm just gonna record our conversations tonight.
2: My favorite book uh, is Lady
0: in the Cage. Lady in the Cage, number
2: one. But number two is this book. Okay, guys. My Lunches with Orson. Oh. Which is basically just this guy, a couple of years, before, like a year or two before Orson Welles died, he would just have lunch with Orson Welles every day, and he recorded it. So all of it is just dialogue Orson Welles and him. He's talking. It's all like straight, like recording.
0: That's awesome.
2: Yeah, it's almost like podcast in book form before podcasts were a thing.
0: Well, so before Megan and I started this podcast, like uh-huh. years before, when she was just telling me stories when we would just together, uh-huh. uh, I thought that someday I would write a book about or like help her write a book, yeah. you know, about all of her. But that was before I kind of knew about
2: podcast. Well, I guess that might be the best form for it. I love I'm, it. I mean, it, it's, it's like Would it better be like, well, I have to now I have to think about the story and then I have to write it like in a narrative form no, or something like yeah. that? Just be better just to have the, yeah, the recantor or whoever is telling it like on. Yeah, because it's way
0: better hearing her tell it than like writing it. Or your now. stories,
2: you're telling your story. You know, it's just, it's, it's, yeah, if you're reading it, even if it's just, you're not hearing that voice, you
0: know. Right, which is why I should have more people send voice memos. Voice memo? Yeah, we have an option. I totally forgot to record this when we were recording earlier, but I guess I'm recording now, so it doesn't matter. We have an option now on our podcast to have people send voice memos so they can record their story rather than emailing it to uh-huh. us. So they can um, just... Well, that's what like, the moth podcast
2: and stuff does. Basically, yeah, uh-huh. they, they, they heard the moth. Or... Nope. There's I like... don't... Listen to, Listen to podcasts. podcasts. Listen to podcasts. I make podcasts. Okay. I don't read books. I'm right. Write. Um, it's a pretty. It's probably one has been around for a while. But like you know, uh, basically how you audition for it or something like that is you they have to call up and like leave a story on like a machine. And then they'll meet with you or whatever or talk contact through email and then you'll get like a chance to record the show. But oh, gotcha. every, everyone basically has to you have to give like a short snap. Same with like the uh um, That makes sense. Was that uh what's that show called? Uh, Mortified Nation. And it started in Portland where people get up and they read their uh, high school yearbooks. Basically you have to like audition you oh. to, like, and they'll say like, no nah, no, don't do that one, don't do that one, you yeah. Have to do this one.
0: That yeah. makes sense. Um but yeah, uh we um we have the option on our there's a link on our like big old link tree at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Send your own. Yeah, why not? I'm so scared. Just take it. Okay. I'm going to do it. Do it.
2: What are you waiting for?
0: What I told Megan was that the, the edible that cracked her out uh-huh. that you guys split. It like you're,
2: like you're stalling a lot.
0: It was like 10 milligrams.
2: Yeah. Then don't take it.
0: I took... No, I took five of those, uh-huh. which would have been... One, so a full one was 20 milligrams. Uh-huh. I took 100 milligrams. I yeah. felt no- not a thing. Well, then why are you scared of this thing,
2: going? I
0: don't know. I'm try. I'm talking about it right now. You're
2: talking so I know to take it. Just do I don't it. it. Yeah. Wow. Right. I'm talking about it. Just take I don't
0: it. Know. Um. Oh
2: my god, you actually took it. Uh! Oh! Shit. I didn't leave your wood. <laughs> it's okay,
0: we're right next to the hospital.
2: Oh God, damn it! We're fucked now.
0: The woman that gave me this. So like, I thought that I was like the weed queen of like our town. <laughs> The woman that gave me yeah, this. Yeah, my and
2: everything. Like, uh, I am the weed queen. No one counts me. Is that, is that, is that the weed queen thing? Is it just like, you can smoke more pot than anybody? Or...
0: I guess. I yeah. don't know. It's not anything that I'm proud of. I have a very, like, really high tolerance because uh-huh. of my chronic pain it makes me smoke more weed. So yeah. then it all evens out. So I actually don't ever get high, ever, ever. So maybe I might get high tonight. I might. I mean, that'd be cool, let see. But I just get comfortable, really. Um, yeah. I never, I, um, I have such a high tolerance, it would take, it takes a lot to make me feel anything weird like in my head. I yeah. mostly just, my body just feels comfortable. So I smoke weed all the time because of that.
2: It me of that comic like Joey Diaz who said he goes into like depositories. Like, I want the devil.
0: Depositories.
2: Is it Depositories? Was it
0: suppositories?
2: Suppositories. Which one is it? <laughs> suppository. Suppositories?
1: Wasn't that such
2: a, No, it's a dispensary. Like
0: a, dispensary. Oh, now you're talking about like rectal suppositories. No, he's yeah. talking about marijuana. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, so...
2: So, when spot, I go what, in, what are the ones you stick up your butt, though? Are they suppositories?
0: Yeah, that's a yeah. suppository. What's a depository? I, I, that's a... You put something uh, into the
1: bank. When you, you put, put uh, a
0: book... When you return a book yeah. to the library. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or you okay, put money into the depository of bank. The weed one is a dispensary.
2: Dispensary. Okay, fine.
0: Well, so, so I you, used to yeah. go, um, usually I, what is going on in this movie? I don't know. Leanne in the cage is getting
2: freaky. She's getting, oh, she's Oh, scared. she's
0: scared to jump? She's scared. It's like, it's t- like nine f- It's not that far. Yeah. Get over it. Break your no, leg. Oh, she's kind of
2: old and frail. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so you walk into the, uh, depository and you ask for the devil. Because
0: that's the only thing get gets you stoned, right? No, so what I ask for is um, during the day, I just want something kind of uplifting that's going to make me have some like creative ideas and uh-huh. maybe, you know, be a little bit more fun and in okay. a little bit more of a happy mood. Uh-huh. So that's what I get for uh, the daytime and then, but what I ask for. Specifically, if I want to get something to go to sleep from having a heartbeat, which is the other thing that I yeah. use it for, is I tell them I want something that's going to melt my brain.
2: Melt my brain.
0: And then uh. they find me that, and uh-huh. then that will usually... But if I say anything less than that, <laughs> I get, like, you know, uh-huh. pussy-ass shit that's not going to do anything so for me. So, melt
2: my brain is the key phrase. Yeah. Cool.
0: I, that's what I request. So that's going to melt sleep.
2: my brain. Now I have to ask that when I do, uh... Uh-huh. Mr. You
0: Doobies down the street. Yeah. So I want
1: something to melt my brain. Oh. I'm just curious to see what I get. Like um, those like protein drinks and stuff, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah. Like
1: Ensure um, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that, yeah. But if you want something savory. See, I tend to more lean. I don't want so much like sweet drinks. I'd rather have like a liquid <laughs> like green smoothie like spinach and I don't know taking the seeds out of like a cucumber and blending that up and having more of like a garden.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure we'll do that sometimes.
1: Yeah, And maybe you can even mix that with like chicken broth to give it like a
0: flavor. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to, how I'm going to feel because honestly, one thing I was talking to my family about this, Mm -hmm. that just my normal everyday life eating is an inconvenience. Yeah. I don't think about food until I'm hungry and then I'm, irritated that i'm hungry and i want something that's fast that's going to make me not hungry anymore and mm-hmm. then i'll be fine mm-hmm. so i feel like being on this like liquid slash soft food diet i don't think it's going to be as hard for me as it might be for other people people that really love food
1: yeah but you also don't want to get like nauseous you know <sighs> of not like waiting so long like if you're not really like, you kind of i, I f- theory is is that you might need to just sort of like kind of sometimes make yourself stay ahead of it yeah, yeah so that you have something in your stomach so it for doesn't sure. go empty for so long since it's going to be like a different size and shape yeah. Wow. because um, you know like when you're especially if you're recovering with like pain meds and stuff that's kind of when i lose my appetite you just mm-hmm. kind of feel gross yeah but it's like try to like maybe avoid because especially getting like dehydrated or whatever Stanley, like quit licking your body
0: <laughs> i can't believe how hard it is for me to just stay hydrated yeah what in the fuck
1: (laughs) we have running
0: water in our homes (laughs) yeah i don't know i don't know there's no reason why it should be that hard drink fucking water you dry dumb bitch (laughs) oh
1: gosh hey that's massive negative (laughs) self-talk um i
0: think
1: i think it was easy a lot easier for me to drink a lot of water when i lived in arizona and it was so hot and like You just want to drink water all the time, but I forget to drink it as much here because I, especially on a day where it's just like, you know, 70 degrees or something, I don't really think that like, whoa, I'm like sweating profusely. I'm so thirsty. I just,
0: I caffeinate instead of hydrate.
1: Yeah. And then I I dehydrate. Well. I mean, I feel like this is going to be a big lifestyle change for you, maybe resetting your body's way of, like, maybe reprogramming how you do or how you've been doing. But
0: I'm interested to see how it goes. I'm interested to document the experience.
1: Yeah. Because it's kind of scary when you don't know what to expect. Right. I don't even know. But I do think that um, I do think it like for maybe other people that go through this kind of thing, um, you can probably provide helpful tips along the way I'm- that you'll figure out as you go.
0: I will try my darnest.
1: Yeah, maybe like what what to do, what not to do, but also just maybe just let yourself recover and.
0: I think that's going to be the hardest part. Is just not. Working.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Not, I'm so used to, like, always, always, always being so busy. I have so much stuff to do, so much stuff, podcast, business, photography, family, so much stuff. Yeah. That just resting, the idea of it even stresses me out. <laughs> because well, no one, you know, who's going to yeah. do all my stuff? Nobody, I could do, I run my business by myself, you know? It's, It'll be fine, though. It will. It all it my will. clients know about the surgery. I've got time off. I've got, when I have to go back... They know that Patrick's gonna be assisting me, and that I'm not gonna be able to carry anything, and that I'm not gonna be able to eat at their weddings. Mm. Just fucking the word. That sucks. Yeah. That's the best part about weddings. I'm gonna miss out on some great food. But hey, my assistants will eat it up. You should have had like JTT posters. Like, yeah. Well, no, you were too old for that. Who was who was hot when you were? Who's JTT? A tween. I know. You, that's well, what. who was hot who was like uh,
1: <laughs> New Kids on the Block, I guess. No, uh, did you say preteen? Yeah. Like probably when I was twelve or so, was like people were still really into like I think it was New Kids on the Block, and I was like I, I liked listening more like like Metallica mm-hmm. or like <laughs> like um, as embarrassing as this is like Guns and Roses and like uh-huh. more, but I never got into like boy band band land.
0: Now that I'm knocking it for people, but I just never, I, I didn't either. And I remember, I felt, so, I felt so bad. It's like the very first time I ever, like, hurt my grandma's feelings. Uh-huh. She bought me a New Kids on the Block Trapper Keeper. <laughs> oh, no. And gave it to me. And I was like, I do not like New Kids <laughs> on the Block. <laughs> oh, no. And, um, she's like, all right, you know, I guess I'll give it to somebody, you know, and I was just like, I was like, shit, you're not supposed to do that. Whoops. So that's when I learned that lesson. Just like, yeah. But anyway, okay.
1: Yeah. Ring, ring. Hello? Cherish. You're not gonna believe this. what? You know how I normally struggle with the D? Yeah, diarrhea. Oh yeah. Um, well, you're not you're not gonna believe this. Uh, today, I strangely had a very rare occurrence of something known as the C
0: Constipation. Oh no. <laughs> Have you ever heard about colon broom? Colon broom? No. It cleanses your colon and helps create regular bowel movements, improving digestion and your gut health. Holy mackerel.
1: Does it help your weight goals become easy to reach? And is it keto and fasting friendly?
0: Yes, it is. Whoa if you use promo code WORSTDAY10 you can get $10 off and free shipping. No way. Way. Whoa. You should probably get yourself some colon broom and fix that C problem you've got. I agree. Okay. Uh, Thanks. Bye bye. We appreciate every single (laughs) person that is listening to this. I it's been on great. The show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone that listens to us talking about pooping and puking and all the disgusting, terrible things we talk about. I um glad we found our people. Yeah. <laughs> they're in uh they're in a Facebook group. If you also feel like these are your people, it's just called the worst day of my life on Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> um, it's on Facebook. And then Instagram is uh the worst day of my life Podcast. If you have a story of the worst day of your life that you would like to send to us, we might read it. It's uh the worst day podcast at gmail.com and just remember that it could always be worse. yeah, it could always be worse um well okay well, now then, then all together we we have to say. See you next Tuesday. Okay. Okay. So we'll see See you next Tuesday. Okay. Bye. Bye
1: bye. All right.